Hey there, everybody. How you doing today? It's Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in. Today, going to talk about the will of the Lord. I know that's a deep subject, right? The will of the Lord. But I'm going to talk about a lot of things that have been happening in my life lately and in other people's lives as well because we've talked about it. Talked about death. There's a lot of people that have experienced death and loss of a loved one. And there's people that have been near death. And, um, the central question I usually have when I talk to people is why? Does God let some people live and others die? Why why do good people die? And you know I <laughs> I ask that question more often than you know. my wife and I, we were as living as good a people as we could be, trying, doing right, living right, giving right, doing charity, doing it all. But then, but then she's gone. And I know other people that, same thing. They have parents that were godly parents that raised them upright and taught them things and gave them good foundations. Um, provided for them and been good mentors. And they die. And then there's people that have children. I just don't know about children. I tell you what, if I was God, I'd be striking people down as fast as if I could pop lightning on the earth. If I could, if I saw some of the things that people did to children. I swear. If I was king for a day, they'd have to make room in hell for some of the people that abuse children. I don't care what your excuse is. There is no excuse. 
I watched a video on Instagram the other day. I'm just going to call it what it is. About five African Americans, blacks, jumped a white girl and her toddler. I don't know what was going on. I don't know who provoked who. I don't know what I don't know what it was. But there ain't no fight that deserves five people on one person. I don't care what color you are or what race you are. But the toddler was standing there screaming because the mother was being beaten by these people. And all of a sudden, a young man runs from behind the camera and jumps in the air and drop kicks the toddler in the head. I tell you what, if I could call down lightning, I'd call it down. I don't know why these things happen. One time somebody told me that maybe God's allowing these people a chance to redeem themselves, to to get saved. And I certainly hope that is the case. I hope that everyone could be saved. But I don't agree that we should perpetuate beating children or people. But I'm not God. It's not my responsibility. It's not I don't I don't wear that cloak of responsibility. But then there are people that are just evil that are constantly Harassing people, being ugly, and beating and fighting. I don't understand. Job says, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. You see, we need to know the will of God in our life. And we need to pray. We need to be thinking about Him. My wife used to say, Lord, let your will be our will. Not our will be your will, but your will be our will. And I used to think that was the most beautiful, profound prayer every time she prayed. Lord, let your will be our will. See, it's hard enough to figure out what God wants us to do. It's even harder to understand why the things happen that do. But the easiest thing to understand... is if we focus on doing the will of God, everything else will be all right. You know, we need to stay in His Word. We need to read. We need to go to church. We need to do all these things, all the all the things we're supposed to be doing, you know. But, 
if we set our mind to do good, a lot of things will be better in the world. Will they not? You know, I was reading in Samuel about Samuel's birth and his mother, Hannah. She led a hard life. She was living good, obedient, obeying her husband and doing what was right by the Lord, and she couldn't get pregnant. So all she wanted was to be pregnant, to have a child. Nothing would put a smile on her face more than to, to have a child. And she went to the priest, to Eli, and she prayed to the Lord. And Eli heard her prayer, and he said, May the Lord grant your request. Soon she was pregnant. Soon she delivered a boy, and she named him Samuel. And when she weaned him, she took him to Shiloh. When he was three years old, I mean, there was a three-year-old bull, half a bushel of flour, a clay of jar of wine. She took all that to the Lord's house at Shiloh. They slaughtered the bull, and she dedicated the boy to the church, to Eli. She gave her son that was just weaned her most prized possession. She gave him to the Lord. And she said a prayer. It's in First Sam uh First Samuel two is her prayer. And I'm just gonna read a little bit of it. She said, The Lord brings death and gives life. He sends some down to Shoal and he raises others up. Basically, like Job said, the Lord gives and the Lord taketh, right? He brings death and he gives life. Some go down and some come up. We don't know why. The Lord brings poverty and gives wealth. He humbles and he exalts. Do you have poverty? Or do you have wealth? Or does it seem like you can never get ahead? You're always one day short, a paycheck behind. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the trash heap. He seats them with noblemen and gives them a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. He has set the world on them. He guards the steps of his faithful ones, but the wicked perish in darkness. 
For a person does not prevail by his own strength. So for the wicked out there that are going crazy these days and doing things, they might prevail over us physically. But before you even get there and take your steps, the Lord is already there ahead of you. He guards the steps of his faithful ones. And we do not prevail by our own strength because the Lord is with us and he gives us the strength to prevail. He gives us the wisdom and the knowledge, the power, the discernment. But the Lord brings death and gives life. It doesn't matter how hard we try and what we do and how good we've been and how how much we serve the church and serve people and when you lay your head down at night on your pillow it belongs to the Lord and when you raise it up in the morning it belongs to the Lord my friend Stanley and I were talking a little earlier And you know, why is it, <laughs> there's a book, why is it these things happen? I'm going to tell you why. It's for the glory of the Lord, pure and simple. The question is, do you want to be part of it? Part of the problem or part of the cure. The Lord's going to get his pound of flesh either way. You know, it's... It's not easy. Think about us. Preachers who prepare and sermons and lectures and salt we go into and the reading and whatnot. And people come and go on Sunday like it's like they're punching a the clock and they want their fifteen minutes of power, their recharge, and then they leave. But you got the people that are good. They're always out there doing good as good as they can without thought for themselves or what they're doing or getting in return. And those are the saints we talk about, the people that love you and care about you and do for And the people that are drinking and partying and stealing. The people that take your motorcycle and take it apart and promise to put it back together, but then they put it outside in boxes. 
You want to take revenge. But the Lord's got it. And we need to take, take uh, peace in the fact that revenge is of the Lord's. The Lord brings death and gives life. He decides who and when. And if I go to bed tonight and never wake up tomorrow, it's not for me to worry about. Maybe we're going through these things to be a witness for somebody. Maybe, just maybe, if you know somebody who's gone through something, and you think, man, that's right where I was. I've been there. That could have been me. Maybe we need to think about our life. Maybe if we're doing better than we were five years ago, think about the Lord has raised you up from the dust and lift the needy from the trash heap. Maybe if something happened and you... A car wreck and you just missed it you pull up behind it you see people in the street and the ambulance and the fire trucks and everything and you take a moment and think well you know what i left the house late or or i had to go back and get something maybe something happened that protected you from getting hurt and those who oppose the Lord will be shattered. We don't prevail by our own strength. We prevail by the Lord. Do you ever think, do you ever sit and think, just what all you've done today, how many times you may have avoided death. You ever think about that? Next time you're tomorrow or whenever and you're riding around in your car and you stop at that stoplight and the light turns green and you go, look to your left and right. Just take a glance. If you don't normally do it, take a look to your left and right. Because too many people go through these intersections thinking that that light is a barrier. And it's not. It's just a it's just a warning to people. It doesn't stop cars on its own. There's no force field. People run those lights every day and get T boned and killed. Think about how lucky you are tomorrow when you pull up to a stoplight or a stop sign and you see the car pull up and come barreling towards the side of your car and it stops. 
But what if the driver drops their cigarette in the floor and they reach down? Or what if they mash their pedal to the floor and their brakes are gone? need to concentrate on what the Lord does for us and against us. And then maybe after you concentrated on all that tomorrow, maybe we might think about how much time we're giving the Lord back. How much blessing he's getting from us and how much time we're, we're in his word reading. So this is Pastor Chip. Just think about that the next time you look around. Think about God's hand in your life and his involvement. and He decides, he decides who gets death and who gets life. And it happens every second of the day. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless each and every one of you. I hope you have a great day, and I hope you tune in tomorrow.